0: That's B-O-D-I dot com.
1: Hi, I'm Abby. And I'm Vanessa. And you're listening to Real Moms of Bravo, a weekly podcast where we recap your favorite Bravo shows in 30-ish minutes or less. And we have a full agenda uh, for these four cities. Is like, it's like it's keeping us on our toes for watching them oh and gosh, just for staying so up to date. To it. It's and so,
2: there's so much to keep
1: and there's so much happening off camera, even with the cities that are airing right now, not let alone like we all know Beverly Hills is in Rome. They're already doing their trip, but like Atlanta, it was a big weekend for some of our, one of our favorite, uh, housewives. Yes.
2: So Candy Burris, we see her journey through surrogacy on the show. And we, she even mentions it on this week's episode, but she had her baby girl came and her name is Blaze, which it was really sweet watching the episode Ace. Candy's son, um, wanted to name her that name. So her name is Blaze, Blaze
1: Tucker. That's so cute. I'm it so was so great. Yeah.
2: Surrogacy was fun. Candy was funny in describing surrogacy in general. She's like, I kind of get a sense of what it's like to be a man. I mean, <laughs> I she's like, you can kind of perspective get it just sit there and enjoy everything and not have to gain weight or go through all the different emotions. And I'm like, and she's like, I kind of like it. And I was like, you know, girl, I don't blame you. You get, you get the baby, but that was great in Atlanta. And the main thing we really focused on Atlanta tonight was, or my takeaways, I should say is Kenya and her relationship with Mark.
1: I, okay. So I have not caught up on this week's episode, but last week, And I was telling you about it. I think it's so weird how Mark openly places their daughter, Brooklyn, so far ahead of Kenya for a couple reasons. One, I feel like most moms, just we instinctively, like, all all of our focus and every, like, energy goes towards our kids. And our husbands take a back seat. And so it's kind of like you deal with them complaining and the guilt of maybe not being a good wife. I don't think I've ever heard of a time of a friend being like, yeah, my husband just... Like, doesn't give me any attention or doesn't, I just, I feel so bad for her. And also she is, we've seen her in person, she is a freaking flawless, drop-dead gorgeous. So if this guy can't give her attention or give her affection, there's something wrong with him.
2: Oh, yeah. And the thing about that whole situation that's so sad is that she waited so long for this. And she is such a strong personality. It's funny watching her talk about her relationship. She says, you know, I don't really like to fight. And then, of course, the producers had a montage of all of her fights. epic bites, but she's like I just she seems to be she's very submissive in that relationship or she was and it sounded like she sent Andy a text message and was like can you talk I need to talk ASAP and they get over and she kind of breaks down talking about her relationship and shares that she had to take her anniversary trip by herself like her husband did not go she took her and the baby because they got in this weird argument over the nanny he did not want the nanny to go thought it was just really weird and controlling i'm getting the sense that mark is very controlling she kind of without revealing so much she's like he we fight a lot and he turns into another person she's getting emotional and towards the end of the talk she eventually says i need to protect my daughter which to me it's it's just really sad. She's like, I don't want to have the same type of childhood like I did, and I need to protect my daughter, which this sounds like a very toxic, unhealthy relationship. We, I mean, at least to me from just watching her, this hasn't been confirmed or anything, but it sounds maybe verbally abusive.
1: That's so sad. And like, I just think we're seeing so many red flags, uh, and knowing what we know that essentially he had a secret life. We're seeing so many red flags, but it also makes sense why he's really weird about them having one-on-one time together. I think if they always have Brooklyn with them, then they they're not out late. Less people are likely to see them. Like they're probably gonna go to dinner oh, five thirty. Point. Like he can control things so much. Like you said, I think he's a control freak, but he has to be because of this secret. I mean, he was married. He's married. I don't know if they are. I don't understand when you're married to two people. How, the proper terms, but essentially he's married to someone else. I believe he ha- has two kids with this woman. Um, so I think that's part of it. Like I think he's controlling it, but I also think he knows if he always has Brooklyn around, then it's really unlikely that he's going to get caught.
2: Oh, yeah. So it, w- it was sad, and I'm interested to see how it plays out. Next week's episode looks really, really good. It looks like we're getting some fights with the women. I mean, so Anini's
1: really back she is she not is back, yeah
2: she was on the episode her and cynthia's relationship there's discussion about around that and um she, she i mean they're both her and i give marlo props and uh, bravo give her a fucking peach please because marlo deserves how does she not it? have a peach? i don't understand i've never seen a friend of be part of so many key moments on a show and also stir the pot like stir some drama I guess Camille I should take that back I'm thinking about Camille but still oh true but anyhow so she is friends with both Cynthia and Nini and says listen I think it was wrong for Cynthia to go in on this publicity tour and talk about your friendship but on the other hand I think it's also wrong that you also did the same thing like you're both wrong and you're both hurting and yeah so oh, I think it's gonna I don't know that those two have made amends.
1: Uh it doesn't seem like it. And I think Cynthia was asked about it at BravoCon and didn't really I think she danced around it. Yeah. So uh That's unlike amazing. New Jersey, they I mean even at BravoCon, those women did not hold back. Oh,
2: no, not at all.
1: So in New Jersey, I mean basically this is kind of like you were saying it too, as we were talking before. This is pretty much a setup episode for the trip they're gonna go on. I can't believe we're going to Jamaica. Like, I feel like Jennifer is so fabulous. To me, Jamaica is not, like, sorry for people that are Jamaican. I'm not saying you're not it's super exciting. But, like, I feel like I know as many people who have gone to, like, Cancun and Jamaica. I feel like it's, like,
2: 50-50. I've actually never been to Jamaica.
1: I haven't, but I know so many people that have. And, like, they, they're like, oh, I actually was able to get, like, a better flight price to go to Jamaica than Cancun. Oh, so, like, guess wow. in my mind. I just think it's, like, not, like – It's not like you're going to, like, Fiji. But, I mean, I'm sure it's going to be super nice knowing Jennifer. But before we got to this, you know, the part where she talks about the trip and stuff, she had, I think, a really interesting moment with her daughter who's being bullied. And she decided to show her daughter the video of her making fun of Jackie. And she asked her daughter what she thought she should do. And I think her daughter proved she is the most mature person uh and bravo house history oh my At gosh age of, like, 11. so poignant
2: and i felt like she was mothering her mother in that moment she's like i think you should apologize and that would hurt my feelings if it were me so i do give jennifer props for talking to her about it given that it's a topical conversation and it's i thought it was it was a, it was handled well
1: I uh, I also think, like, Jennifer's daughter should give um, TED Talks on, like, the, the art of an apology because Jennifer was role-playing with her. She's like, I'm sorry I hurt your feelings, but – and then her daughter interrupts her is like, don't say but. Just say, I'm sorry I hurt your feelings. It's like, oh, my God. Like, that's so – like, I feel like common sense. But every housewife does the I'm sorry, but. And um, so – Jennifer's daughter, um, I, I would Thank listen you. to her. I would sign up for a webinar on how to give an apology, the art of an apology by Jennifer she Aiden's daughter. Have Ramona show up. Oh, my God. The worst person at giving an apology ever. Yes. Yes. And then
2: we also say, before we go into the party, can we talk about the pool guy? Pool guy, I mean, he is so hot. He is so attractive, and I really, really hope that Teresa rebounds with him. I'm sure he's married and happily married. I don't think he's
1: married, because they were like, I think, you know, Dolores is kind of encouraging the flirtations there. And then Teresa's like, why didn't I take you to prom? But the only reason why I say I don't know, I feel like we're going to see a rekindling of Joe and Teresa in Italy, because – she purposely didn't post any pictures of them together, which everyone took to mean that they're not getting back together. But I don't think he understands the way the rules of social media and stuff now with Housewives. He's been away for quite a while and he is commenting on all of her pictures, how hot she looks, like she's smoking, smoking hot. I mean, I feel like, I don't know. I don't think, I don't think Teresa and the pool guy are going to be getting together. I think they're playing us. Oh, you're probably right. And I just fell for it.
2: (laughs) This is my theory. I feel like they're playing us. I feel like they're going to separate and they're just kind of timing it right financially. You know, they're making, I mean, they're making money off their relationship. I just, and I could be totally wrong. And if they, if a man and a wife or husband and wife want to get back together, they definitely should be. It just seems. Weird to me. Like the body language, and granted, I know Joe couldn't see Teresa. We found that out at BravoCon, but just even how they were speaking to each other, it just seemed weird. And Dolores even acknowledged that they were kind of done. So I just find it hard to believe.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like it's so weird that he's making these comments. But also, I mean, it could just be he's excited to see the person he had, you know, four kids with. And you probably still think she's hot, even if they're not going to remain married. Um, I did love watching her flirt with the pool guy, though. And I feel like he kind of flirts back. Oh, yeah. He is a
2: hottie. Tony's hot. I'm in. And you know who else is really hot is Melissa
1: for her birthday party. Oh, my God. Melissa's body is flawless. That jumpsuit was everything. I'm usually not, like, I like sequins for the right event. I felt like she killed it with all the sequins. I mean, she looks kind look of like Melissa now at 34. I mean, she looks amazing. Oh, she looks phenomenal. It was such a fun
2: party. It was, it looked like, I didn't really get the theme, if I'm being honest. I know. I, I didn't, didn't really know what was going on
1: there. With I think the
2: eyes. her eyes were everywhere, I think, right? Her eyes.
1: Were yeah, just, she wanted her eyes everywhere. And then it was like a lot of like gold decor. It was a little over the top. It was kind of bougie, I would say. Um, but then like the like those guys coming, I. it didn't all make sense. But it looked like everyone had a lot of fun. Tequila Jennifer came out. Um, I didn't realize Melissa was so horny when she's drunk with women. She was like grabbing boobs left and right. I don't do that. I have. <laughs> I could get a
2: little touchy feeling and talk to you. I feel like I probably did it in New York when you were wearing your sheer shirt.
1: Oh, did you? T- I don't remember if you touched my boobs.
2: Well, I I, I thought about I it. Regressed. I regret. I regret that I didn't.
1: Um. I- I feel like we could go down a rabbit hole there. But thank you for that. For, the, for those who didn't know, too, my sheer shirt, like, literally, I think I kept, like, Vanessa had to give me a pup talk. Like, you were going to do this. You wanted to do this. I got really nervous with it. So thank you to everyone who sent really sweet messages. But um I, uh, going back to New Jersey, I just loved how... Jennifer's like this party was fun, but I can do better. We're going to Jamaica. It was kind of rude.
2: It was kind of rude, but also very on brand for Jennifer. Yes, I'm starting I, to get though her weird sense of humor. I don't ag- always agree with it, but I can kind of see how she can be.
1: I coming. kind of like it. Like I think so. I, season one, Jennifer, I wasn't sold. I thought she's good TV. Now I think she's funny, and I'm. I don't. I'm kind of liking her with the, this mix of ladies and I think her and Jackie are fine like I think they're going to be good friends um she was totally stirring the pot on the trip which I can like that preview was amazing oh it's really really amazing I'm excited to watch and
2: I'm glad we're done
1: with the video oh yeah I'm, that was so stupid. that went on like two episodes longer than it needed to um so I mean I think Jamaica's gonna be a lot of fun I'm excited to see it I loved the preview looking for it Jennifer is going to stir up some shit, start some fights, and I'm here for it. We but are always here for it. Always here for the drama. Yeah. I, I love the vacations. I love this new setup where they do vacations early. I think it's like they do one kind of like shorter trip early, and then they'll do one big trip towards the end of the season. Uh, I, I'm loving it. I'm not lucky loving- I picks the vacations. They totally do. Vicky got, like, in trouble for talking about it. Oh, I know, but guys. I
2: mean, like, how do they, like, pick, like, the oh. places they go, you think?
1: I think they try to pick ones where they can get, like, direct flights for the early one, and I think for then the other one, they want it to be, like, a longer travel, like, the longer trip. It should be a longer travel time. I think they want them to be a little bit tired, maybe get a little, like, loopy, hence Thailand for <laughs> oh, Dallas. It'd Turn into a complete asshole.
2: The holidays are right around the corner, and for some of us, it's a really exciting time, but for some others, it's not the most exciting time. I mean, we all have got some family drama that we kind of have to deal with, but sometimes we need to take a moment and ask for some help. So we've partnered up with BetterHelp. They're an online
1: counseling service that's there for you. And I recently completed the survey. It was really, really easy to do and was very promptly matched with my therapist. And I start my first call next week. And as we have mentioned before, this is affordable online counseling. And to make it even more affordable, Real Moms of Bravo listeners will get 10% off your first month with discount code REALMOMS. So all you need to do to get started is go to betterhelp.com com slash real moms. You'll fill out a quick little questionnaire to help them assess your needs and you'll be matched with a counselor we know you'll love. Thailand, um well I love the travel like the traveling. I loved how apparently there's no air conditioning on there. I did not love Leanne. And I so spoiler alert or not really a spoiler alert, but I reached out to Leanne and sent her a message asking if she had a comment or like justification for her. Her behavior and it has gone unresponded to. It, that moment, okay. So let's just talk about the fight. So Deandra gets this
2: infinity dress. Her and Carrie clearly, Deandra and Carrie clearly do not get along with each So they putting it on. They're making fun of it. They're teasing it and all this stuff. They get there and I felt like it felt very Mean Girl. It was funny for I felt like the first sixty seconds. But then the joke kept, like, dragging on more so than it should have. Like, it it just was clear to me that they were making fun of her. And in that moment, I felt bad for Leanne, And I was glad that Brandy stood up for her because, to me,
1: she was being picked on and bullied. It was definitely two on one. And I think everyone else – and poor Cam was like, that's so sweet. That's so sweet. Like, I don't think she didn't catch on at first. Um, but definitely felt like it was two-on-one. Carrie kept making digs about how, like, it really needs an instruction manual. You should really do an instruction manual. And I, you could just see, like, Leanne's like, okay, she's trying to change the subject. It didn't happen. I felt, I just felt really bad for her until the fight. Until she flipped out and made
2: a very, very poor comment about Carrie's nationality and bringing up her being Mexican, which... Given to, in general, you, there's no reason to bring up anyone's nationality, race, background, or anything like that. There's no reason for it. You can and the
1: way it. she said it, like, oh, I thought she was Mexican. English, she should be weird. Yeah. And so for me, I picked up on it early. <clears throat> I noticed that Leanne was saying at the Thai restaurant, I'll eat when we go back to an English speaking restaurant. I thought that was so rude. You are in another country. Like, understand that not everyone's going to speak English. <clears throat> Sorry, I have a little bit of a tickle in my throat for those who think it sounds like I'm about ready to cry. Um, <laughs> so I just thought that was so rude. And then we get to the dinner and the fight with the whole, like, the I don't know. I felt really uncomfortable watching that. It was very
2: uncomfortable. It was very xenophobic. It was It was really wrong, and it really saddens me because I've tried to watch Leanne with open eyes and arms (laughs) because I know she's a very polarizing person on Bravo. I feel like people either really like her and get her or people really don't and dislike her a lot. I don't know that there's very many people in the middle. So I've tried to have an open mind with Leanne and kind of make my own opinion of her as i watch. This moment was was awful and shitty and I hate that her response to it. She's had several people tweet at her and say, Oh, you're racist and saying these things. She's like, no, we're the same race. Okay, fine. You're both white. Great, but you but no. Know. Like,
1: I feel like no. Like, I just okay. So, essentially, that's like me saying. So I'm Irish, and if I'm standing next to someone who's Italian and is white, I can say very disrespectful things about Italians. That's that is not okay.
2: It's not. It's not okay. And it was the worst way for her to apologize. I. Truly feel had she said, listen, guys, I fucked up. I shouldn't have said that. I was very, very angry, and I just went to, like, thought of the most offensive thing possible.
1: But instead, I feel like she's trying to still defend her actions, which is crappy. Leanne needs a lesson from Sophie Aiden on the art of an apology. I'm, yes. I'm literally marketing for Sophie right now. I hope she puts me on her payroll. Um, <laughs> no, I was just – I was so disappointed, too, because at BravoCon – I talked about one of my favorite panels was loud and proud and Leanne was there as an ally. And she talked about how there was a Latin family that she got close with and they um had a son who was gay and he died of AIDS. And like some, I can't remember the details and I should, but like she's connected to that community. So to say something like that, I just think it's just so rude. Oh, it's beyond rule rude. It's classless. It's yeah.
2: I mean, I hope, really hope that Andy, when they have a reunion, when they film the reunion, like, doesn't let
1: her get away with that very And easy. I hope other people step in, too. Like, especially in Texas, having such a strong Mexican influence, I'm sure she's getting backlash for that. I just – I don't think it's okay. Um, And I also think her comment <clears throat> by saying, because we're both white, it's all right, it's almost like – to me, that's making it even worse. That's making an excuse, like, does that mean – Like, you know, your dad is Dominican and black. So does that mean he can, like, say bad things about both races? No. Like, it just, it's not okay.
2: No, no, it's definitely not okay. I'm curious to see how it gets handled in the reunion, but it definitely deserves a moment. And as much as I don't care for Carrie so much uh, this season, I mean, I liked her in the beginning, but I feel like she might be better off as a friend of, and I think you and I have talked about this, but no, she doesn't. No one deserves that.
1: No, she didn't deserve it. I think she kept, I mean, she was poking the bear, um, but I didn't expect the bear to erupt the way she did. I I think I had higher expectations for Carrie. I don't think she'll get a season two. I'll be really surprised if she does. Maybe the only way she does is maybe it looks bad now, honestly, if they fire because of racist comments being said, but, um, or maybe she holds her own on the reunion. I think sometimes people can redeem themselves at reunions, but I just, I don't. I don't see Carrie getting a season two, but no one deserves that. Like, I just, it it made me, I just made me cringe. And I always thought Leanne was like this accepting, welcoming person. I know she could be very, very um, cuts to the bone with some of her insults, but I was just shocked by it.
2: Oh, yes, me too. It was bad. <laughs> but, really.
1: uh, yeah, but <laughs> transitioning to the OC, I was shocked that production gave the, so much time to this episode about the whole Tamara and a fight with Kelly because of the lunch that was recorded between Tamara and Shannon, and then the whole Gimbalino thing. I mean, I think if you're, like, a, a diehard fan like we are, we saw this play out on all of their Instagrams, all of their Twitters, all of their, like, stories. I mean, to me, I'm like, if I were a production, I would have cut some of this out because everybody's heard about it. Too. It was such old news. And, like, to watch it air, I was like, really? This is what we're going to spend some time on?
2: I feel like Bravo, and given the fandom and how quickly everyone is a paparazzi, if you will, everyone has a phone and can capture a moment, I feel like they're going to, they're probably trying to figure out a way to kind of have that be part of their storylines and not get released to the public. Yeah. When you eat in public restaurants and someone's going to film it, it's going to come out. And that's what's gonna happen. And sometimes I wonder if that type of thing is planted. I'm dramatizing it, of course, in my head. And <laughs> I mean,
1: I would think it was, it's planted if it wasn't for the fact then that like the whole conversation they kind of re-aired it and then talked about the whole like then the fight from there. Um I do I mean, I do think we're starting to see why Kelly and Tamara are not friends and we're gonna start seeing the split between Shannon and Kelly. Because even Shannon said to her, like, do you know how much money this Jimbalina suing us has cost me? And you putting something like that out there is not helping the situation, and you're supposed to be my friend. So I think we're starting to see sort of the divides there. And also, I mean, for Kelly, this is starting to impact the social events, as we saw with Bronwyn's weaning party, which was like the craziest, most wild party. I I wish I was there. Oh, I wish I was there.
2: Yes, I I. 100% hundred percent am with you there. And I kind of was made a note to myself. I'm like, I wonder if this is how Vicky got the idea to sue. Kelly. I mean, she sue the production I mean, and the she sue the production
1: company. Like she was like, Oh, I am not gonna screw a cast I'm screw. she might screw a castmate, I don't know. I'm not gonna sue a castmate, I'll just sue the production company, which is a bold move and I think pretty much reassuring that she is not coming back next year. But nope. um uh, nope.
2: But I hope Bronwyn and Sean come back because his support for that weaning party was so sweet. And what was your take on the weaning party? It seemed like like a lot of the women were not there for it.
1: I think, so I think if you, like for myself, like let's say I'm like, oh, I'm done having kids. So, I mean, I breastfed for a total of like slightly over a year. I only had two children. But I think when you're pregnant for – as long as Bronwyn was, and you are breastfeeding for as long as she was 18 years, uh, 18 years. that deserves a celebration. Also, and just from knowing her um, and interviewing her, um, which little plug listen to that uh, podcast episode because it was very heartwarming. Um, and I mean, there's just moments where we were both crying, but knowing that she's out of embryos, this is the end for them. They are not having any more kids, and she says it sucks, it's really hard. I just felt like they should have supported it a little bit more. They were all being kind of weird about it, except for Tamara. I think Tamara went all in. She made her a boob cake. She, I think Tamara, like thought it was kind of a fun idea. I'm like, girls, just
2: it's just a party and it's an excuse to get drunk, yeah, Right up and have fun. Like watching Shannon and Vicky, I was like, oh my gosh, well, y'all, you guys are too sober for this. Which have a couple drinks, just make have fun. I know well, and Vicky went through a lot of stuff.
1: Yeah, I think Shannon was a little distracted by everything, and it probably didn't help that they announced they are going to go to Miami and then Key West, and Shannon was like, whoa. But, uh, I mean, Vicki, first of all, walked in and called it a lactation party, which, like, really, who's going to be like, oh, I'm going to have a, a, let's have a party while I'm, like, pumping or, like, breastfeeding my child. But um Vicki just went into it with such a bad, like, such a bad mindset. And I think she's just, she's never nice to the newbies, but she has put it in her head, That she does not like Bronwyn and she wants to bring her down. Which makes a lot of sense because we found out that Vicky signed her contract in January. They started filming in February. So she knew she was a friend of. She probably knew that Bronwyn was going to be the one holding an orange. And was pissed and was determined to make it look like they made a huge mistake in picking Bronwyn. And I think in doing that, Vicky actually accomplished the opposite of her goal. She's made Bronwyn look to be way better than Vicky ever was.
2: You've nailed it. I can't even follow up to that.
1: <laughs> yes, Abby.
2: Yes. She oh um uh, well, Bring wow. Bronwyn back. I mean she's coming back, there's no doubt in my mind.
1: Yeah. I I don't know how they don't bring Bronwyn back. I don't know if Gina's coming back. Um oh, no, get Gina off. I'm sorry. Yeah, she just ugh, I don't know. She it, there's, there's a, like, a lot going on with her, but then it's, like, it doesn't – she just – I don't know if she knows how to, like, express it well. I don't think she's quite an open book, which she said to her castmates. It just makes it really hard to connect with her um, as a viewer. That's just personally how I feel about it. Also, like, she went to the party with, like, a really bad attitude as well, um, which, like, I don't know. If you, like, don't think it's a good idea to have a party, then don't show up. And don't judge her for, like, getting drunk. Isn't that the whole part of it? She said that. But if hot bartenders, we're basically going to get drunk and celebrate that I'm not breastfeeding anymore.
2: Yeah. So. Have fun, Gina. Just show up. Yeah. And fun. Jeez, it's not that hard. So, I mean, do you think,
1: so, okay, do you think that the women continue to, the trip to Key West, or do you think Bronwyn added, like, kind of, like, rearranges it for Shannon? And if you think they go to Key West, do you think Shannon goes?
2: Yes. I do think she goes.
1: I kind of think she will too, because I think it'll be, this is going to sound really bad. I think she's going to have a bit of a breakdown, but I think it's going to be like a th- cathartic, therapeutic thing for her. Um, but I think, I think they will go to Key West and I think she will end up going too.
2: Yeah. I think so too. It'll be good.
1: Yeah. But I can't, I can't wait to watch. Um, but really, I mean, what a week. I just like, I am sort of loving the four cities, even though it's a lot for us to cover. It's a lot to stay up with, but I don't know. I like, I am I'm enjoying, I think this is a good mix of four. They picked a strong four to have together.
2: Yes, the strong four. I'm actually ready for some of them to end. Ooh. I might let you all try to guess which ones those are, <laughs> which show, which of the I, things think things I think I'm ready to, which one I'm ready to end, but. That means Vanderpump's coming soon, so we'll be covering that soon, so that gets me kind of excited.
1: Yeah, and then, I mean, probably not till closer to, like, spring or s- summer, but New York and Beverly Hills are both recording. I think they'll probably drop around the same time or with a few weeks um, apart, maybe, like, New York and then a couple weeks later, Beverly Hills. I mean, a strong Bravo lineup coming up. Oh, um, um, Salt Lake. Yeah, when do you think that's going to throw in there? And, by the way, we <clears throat> the first cast member has been – Revealed and confirmed, Whitney Rose, and she is uh, the founder of Iris and Bow. It's like a beauty company, and we posted it to our stories. So, if you're not following us, you should be because those are the type of little uh, tidbits and uh, hot off the press alerts that you can be privy to um, because we post that stuff the second we find out.
2: Yeah, I so for Salt Lake, I my expectations are kind of low, which is probably a good thing. For me to be surprised, I just I don't know. I am not 100% sold on it, but I'm sure I'll be surprised because of my expectations being so low. I, I'm low. I'm hopeful that I'll be pleasantly surprised.
1: I mean, it has to be better than some of the other ones that are out there right now. Um, and I won't. I'm like you. I'm going to remain uh, Switzerland and not name names. But I think I think it'll be. I think it'll be good. I think it's definitely going to be an interesting perspective um, with the Mormon influence. So I don't know, we'll see. I mean, I think Bravo is going to make sure that the first season is amazing because so many people have commented, like, ugh, already bored, I don't like this idea. So they've, I mean, they've got to prove why it's worth watching from the start.
2: Amen. And with that, that brings us to our shout out, which we're going to give to drumroll. <laughs> BravoCon and all of you that listened and found us for the first time because of our BravoCon episode, we're still in withdrawals. I am sad. It feels like it was a lot longer ago
1: than a week. Yes. Yeah. But I'm it. coming off of that BravoCon high. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm like depressed. I can't believe it's over. I, I'm already like counting down the days till next year.
2: Yes. So we will keep you up to date on all the latest, like Abby mentioned. So if you want to say, Be in the know. Follow us on Instagram at Real Moms of Bravo. Please, please, please take the next 15, 20 seconds and press. Go to the podcast review. Look at Real Moms of Bravo. Hit a five-star rating and maybe write a review. We've gotten so many reviews recently and we love them so much. We share them on our Instagram page and it really does make the world's difference, you guys, in terms of where we appear on the in the algorithm and in the charts. It really, really helps us. So we couldn't do this without you. We love you all so much and we will catch you all next week.
0: Your challenge, if you choose to accept it, is this. Let's
1: go. Let's go.
0: Show up on day one. Work out with us for 30 minutes. Feel good right away. Yo. Repeat five days a week for three weeks. Three weeks? Five workouts a week. We're a body and we call that a body block. You pick the block and you're going to love the experience. On week four, this part is really important. Take the week off. Seriously, we mean it. Rest, go on vacation, or try something new. Maybe some yoga.
2: Notice you're not holding
0: on to any tension here. Or a dance class.
2: Get sexy with it, daddy. You do you,
0: and then start again. Be committed to this process. Choose a new body block each month. Get a new challenge each month. Have fun every day. Avoid burnout.
1: You're not going to
2: quit on yourself today.
0: This is how you reach your goals. You win. There is nothing that we can't do if we work together. Sign up for your first Body Block today. Visit body.com for a free trial. That's B-O-D-I dot com.
2: Are you ready to get started?